Point shot, tip, score! Time now for Kings Talk, where you, the listeners, call in with your questions and comments after every Kings game in Southern California. Tell Nick and Daryl what's on your mind. Give yourselves a big hand, you're the best. Call us at 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. We'll also take a look at the stars of the game, the game highlights, and the out-of-town scoreboard. Kings Talk at 877-KINGS-20, exclusively right here on the Kings iHeart Audio Network. And hi again, everybody. Nick Nixon, Daryl Evans, uh, back here in the broadcast booth at Crypto.com Arena. Another win for the Kings, who keep uh, rolling along convincingly tonight, 8-2 to two over Calgary. Second time this year the Kings have scored eight goals in a game, but the first time they've won. If you remember, <laughs> early in the season, a home game with Seattle went to overtime, and the Kraken won it 9-8. to eight. For Calgary, the most goals they've allowed in a game this season, and the last time the Kings scored eight against the Flames, October 16th, 1993, Kings won here by a score of 8-4. to four. So the Kings uh, put a big hurt on uh, former Kings coach Daryl Sutter's club. Four goals in the first, two in the second, and two in the third. But the offense is nice, Daryl, and uh, they're getting balanced scoring. But the Kings continue to do a lot of the right things defensively. Again, opponents, not many good looks tonight. They only had, Calgary, 17 shots on goal. Yeah, just defensively, they've been real solid. And that starts in the faceoff circle, winning the draw, getting possession of the puck, not giving up possession of the puck, making good decisions with the puck in the defensive zone, forwards coming back, starting from below the hash marks in their own end. They're just doing so many good things, getting in the shooting lanes, blocking shots, and then the goaltenders, when called upon, they're making some saves. Even though tonight Copley wasn't a busy goaltender, the save that he makes back in the first period, I go back to that one a couple of times because at that time it was a scoreless game, and it was a 2-1-1, and he ends up making a great save on Backlund coming in on his off wing, try to go upstairs with it. He punches that one out. Kings go on to score four goals in that period, take charge of the hockey game, and there's no looking back after that. But you never know. A goal like that goes in at that time of the game. We might be looking at something different. 14, offensively, 14 different players had points tonight. And, Daryl, you mentioned the number of players with uh, multiple points. I think it was eight. Yep. And uh, leading the way, and they were dominant uh, throughout the game, the Kobatar byfield kempe combination, and uh, they'll sweep the three stars of that line here tonight. Yeah, just a solid effort, you know, right from the get-go to the finish. Starts in the face-off circle, led by the captain, Andrzej Kopitar, who did an outstanding job winning the draws, allowing that line to be able to have possession of the puck. Kempe, who finishes with a couple of great goals, and Byfield with two primary assists in the hockey game. So they just continue to keep getting the job done. They spend a lot of time in the offensive zone, and then when the puck comes up back into their own end, they do a great job at holding the fort back there, not leaving the zone too early, and making sure they win the battles along the board. So that line dominated tonight and led the Kings to a victory. Adrian Kempe, two goals and an assist, four hits. Got under the skin of Nazem Kadri a couple of times, plus three. Kopitar, two assists, plus three. Byfield, two assists, 
plus three. There were some other really solid efforts. And what about the combination we're seeing lately of Kapari and Grunstrom? I mean, uh, Grunstrom with two more goals. He's got four in his last three games. Kapari has four assists in those three games playing with Carl Grunstrom. Yeah, I think that line, you know, is really allowing the Kings to be able to play with the pace that they want. And, you know, they're eating up some credible minutes. You're getting about 12, 13 minutes of ice time in a hockey game. And when you can do that, especially at this time of the season, guys like Kopitar and Dano, those two lines that spend so much time on both sides of the puck, uh, they get a little bit of a rest. And when they go on the ice, they're fresh, and it's not hurting them offensively. You look at the line, the game that they had offensively, the Kopitar unit, and that's with the, uh, that fourth unit led by Kapari in the middle with, uh, with Grundstrom. And uh, tonight was uh, Zach McEwen. Uh, they just kept those guys fresh. And a uh, big body like McEwen, his physicality in there, he got in there, got in on the defense. Grunstrom was physical. And even Kapari now is starting to throw his body around. He's becoming more proficient in the face-off circle, uh, having some success in that area. And he just continues to eat, uh, earning the praise of the coaching staff for all the little things that he's doing. Five shots on goal for Kapari, two assists. Grunstrom, four shots. He has uh, two goals. And Grunstrom now with 10 on the season. So Grunstrom with two, Kempe with two, Doughty, Velarde, Arvidsson, and Anderson one apiece. Uh, hopefully we'll get an update on Grunstrom game... 11, Nick. He 11. got two tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yep. right. Okay. Yep. Um, hopefully we'll get an update on Gabe Velarde uh, from the PR people, but he was shaken up in the third period. That's really the only downer in tonight's game. Exactly, and I'm sure probably before the, for the night's up, before we get off the air, uh, as the you know the media, they'll have a scrum downstairs with the head coach, but he's probably going to be, regardless of what it is, he'll probably be evaluated tonight and then first thing again tomorrow, so we're probably not going to find out too much. All right, 877-KINGS-20. Kings uh, back in a tie for first with Vegas, 92 points apiece, and let's start things off with Grant in Whittier tonight. Welcome to the show, Grant. How you guys doing tonight? Very good, thank you. Uh, I wanted to uh, men- talk about Quentin Byfield a little bit. You talked to him a little bit after, uh, while we were wrapping things up tonight. 13 points in uh, 21 games for, uh, since joining that first line. Well, is there something that it's, – it's nice having Kopitar and Kempe on that line, but what's what's changed in his game since joining that first line? Well, I think some of it has to do with just confidence alone. Uh, he's getting more ice time, and that was one of the reasons why he was put on that line – when he was down lower in the in the uh, in the lineup, playing in the middle of the ice, he was playing basically on the fourth line, and he wasn't getting a lot of ice time. So with his skill set, you want him to be able to get out there in some more offensive type of situations. So when the injuries came about, when Trevor Moore went out for an extended period of time, that opened up an area. Remember, Grunstrom was down as well, so that opened up yeah. an area, and they slid him over to the wing. And what it's done is put him with two really good players in Kopitar and Kempe, two elite players that play a complete 200-foot game. So he's picked up a lot of really good habits. Uh, They're great mentors for him. He's working along the boards. He's engaging in battles out there. And now, as you see, look at some of the plays that he's made the last couple of weeks, the passes that he's made, primary assists. He's not afraid to hang on to the puck. And both Kempe and Kopitar, on a number of occasions, have talked about how much they enjoy playing with him. He's very easy to play with, very predictable, communicates well with them. And you look at the size that he is. You know, he still might even grow a little bit, or at least he's going to get a little heavier. You know, 6'5", 220 pounds. That makes those battles along the boards. You've got three big, strong guys in that line. And they're going to wear you down through the course of a game. So I think it's just the, all the little things that he's doing away from it. Eventually, they're going to look for him to score some more goals. But right now, what he's contributing to that line is making that line that much more effective. 
is the game slowing down for him a little bit? Because it looked like he wasn't picking up the game much at all. Is that something that he, he's going to continue to grow through? or? Well, Where yeah, you know, I think so? I think as you gain experience, you do slow down. I think sometimes when you're a young player coming in, and especially a player like him, you know, he comes in, he's got a little bit of a tag on him, the number two overall pick. You look at other yeah. guys that were drafted around him, you know, they're putting up big statistical things, and his game is a rounded game, uh, and, you know, he's, he's coming along nicely. The way he is growing and the growth in his game, the Kings are very happy with it, and they know that he's nowhere near his ceiling. So when you do play with that confidence you get to the pucks quicker you're looking over your shoulder and believe me the communication between Kempe, Kopitar and he that buys him that little extra bit of time to be able to handle the puck so it does slow things down he's not going into the corner blind he might be getting a yell from Kopitar or Kempe hey turn to your left you know reverse it send it behind the net up the boards so all those little things help it we don't see that stuff up here, but the communication on the ice, and if you ever get a chance to go down and watch practice, those are the little things that jump out at you. You get to see the communication that they have out there. So he's thriving because of it, and his game has really taken itself to another level. Grant, appreciate the call. Appreciate it. Uh, we understand you won tickets earlier, but uh, playoffs, we, we have a clean, a clean slate. So give us a call in the postseason, and hopefully we'll get you a couple of playoff tickets. All right, uh, 877-KINGS-20. Uh, the line was put together, I was just looking back at my notes, January 22nd at Chicago. So they've been together for 24 games now. And uh, I know Byfield, we mentioned this in the game, 13 assists in his last 21 games. A couple of goals there as well. He had one the other night into the empty net. But uh, the production has been there. But uh, the only thing missing is, is the finish. And, uh, you know, you talked about slowing the game down. It doesn't mean you move slower out there. Nope. It's just you you wait that split second, and you wait for your opponent to make the – it's like a chess match. He moves, you react, and the players that are real poised on the power play over the years, the really good ones like Andre, they don't panic. And it's just you buy yourself that you slow it down, yep. you control the pace. Yeah, they make the game look easy when yeah. you're watching, especially from where we're sitting up here, Nick. It's just uh, – it, it's really a treat to watch, and – you know, Byfield, uh, you know, we've seen some glimpses of some unbelievable passes, including one that he made to Kopitar tonight on the back door that Kopitar wasn't able to get a stick on it. He did it the other night when Kopitar scored a goal. So he's making some elite plays right now, and, and that's what he has in his, in, his, in, in his toolbox out there. He's got the ability to be able to make those plays. He's a big, rangy type of guy, soft hands out there. I'm not sure whether or not he's going to be an elite goal scorer in the NHL, but his ability to be able to make plays, and eventually, you know, Tom McClellan's talked about it, he'll get moved back into the middle of the ice, you know, become a little bit more proficient in the face-off circle, but all the little things that he's learning right now are going to make that transition that much easier when the time comes. Good night for Byfield, Kopitar, and Kempe. Good night for the Kings as they roll 8-2 to two over Calgary. And we'll take a timeout, 877-KINGS-20. When we come back, We'll tee up a trivia question for you. We'll give you five choices. One of them will win you. The right choice will win you a couple of tickets to a Kings game. We'll be right back. 
Crypto.com is the official crypto platform partner of the LA Kings and the world's fastest growing crypto app. In the app, you can easily buy and sell cryptocurrencies and different coins, collect the world's top NFTs, and get discounts when you pay with crypto. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. All information is provided for informational purposes only, and this message is not intended as a recommendation of financial or investment advice. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile and subject to significant risks and may not be suitable for you. Not available in all jurisdictions. Today, with so much uncertainty in our lives, it's understandable to feel stressed, anxious, worried, or frustrated. It's normal, but it's easy to check your stress and get help for your mental health with free resources from CalHOPE. Make a game plan by calling our warm line at 833-317-4673 or try our secure and confidential live chat today at calhope.org. CalHOPE, official partner of the L.A. Kings. Score a goal and join the team that is building a stronger L.A. Join the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power. LADWP is an excellent place to work with competitive pay, excellent benefits, and many opportunities for professional and personal growth. If you're ready for a change, this is your chance. A job for you is ready and waiting. There are over 150 different types of jobs open to anyone that meets the minimum qualifications. Visit joinladwp.com for more information. That's joinladwp.com. Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel has another reason for you to come in today. For a limited time only, Yamava is giving all new and inactive members a buy one, get one free buffet. Plus, new members can win up to $1,000 in free play for signing up a Club Serrano membership. You'll earn rewards from playing any of the 6,800 slots or table games. Experience SoCal's best buffet and resort. Yamava is your home to big wins and even bigger prizes. Go for a BOGO today. Details at Yamava.com slash new member. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. Now back to Kings Talk. Your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. 8-2, to two, the Kings over uh, Calgary. Uh, let's get you a trivia question here. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers leads the NHL with 27 power play goals this season. We want to know who holds the NHL record for power play goals in a season. Mario Lemieux. Tim Kerr, Dave Andrichuk, Alex Ovechkin, or Phil Esposito? Who holds the NHL record for power play goals in one season? Let's go to Julian from Whittier. Uh, Julian won tickets earlier this season, but welcome to the show, Julian. What's up? Hi. Uh, it's really nice to talk to you both again. I've been meaning to call you, but I was unable to during the last few games. I wanted to talk about just a couple things here. And it's in a nutshell, so I don't want to keep you uh, too busy, although I enjoy talking to you. So the first one is it's amazing how you get a star. And this happens in baseball, and it happens in uh, basketball, and now you're seeing it in hockey. How you can take a star like Jonathan Quick that has been comfortable with the team, and all of a sudden – it doesn't seem to fit anymore, and he goes to another team and flourishes. He starts shining. It's incredible to me. And then the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, and this is a little technical, and I hope that uh, both of you are able to comment a little bit. Uh, the Kings are playing really, really well, and um, I'd like to get uh, a little bit of uh, 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 have you elaborate 
on what you see between the difference in coaching with Coach Todd McClellan and Daryl Sutter. Uh, just uh, probably defensively. And thank you both very much, and go Kings. Well, I think, Julian, when you take a look at the coaching differences between Todd McClellan and Daryl Sutter, you're looking at two completely different hockey clubs that either guy is coaching. Uh, the style of the game has, ch- has changed also in the last handful of years. So try to compare their styles. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's, it's unfair to try to do that. Uh, Daryl Sutter, definitely a motivator. He's done a great job over the years at motivating his hockey clubs. You know he holds everybody accountable out there. You can bet that his teams are going to be physical and real structured and uh, tough defensively. That's the way he was with the Kings. And you look at Tom McClellan, what he's done with the Kings, uh, he's brought in that, uh, that element, you know, tighten things up defensively. Uh, they've made some adjustments in a different, uh, the defensive style of hockey. But as the Kings were transitioning from their Stanley Cup championship teams, the league was changing. They needed to add speed. They needed to add skill. So Rob Blake, upper management, Luke Robitaille, they started to look for different players in the draft. Kings were traditionally drafting guys that were, you know, six and a half feet tall, you know, 220 pounds, and they were a puck possession, a heavy team to play against. But now it's a skill team. You look at the trades that they made, guys they brought in through free agency, Dano, Arvidsson, those type of players, and now Kevin Fiala coming in this uh, this last offseason, they have a lot more skill. The players that are in the lineup, the draft choices, the guys that they're, bring, they're bringing in, they're a lot more skilled forwards and defense. You look at the guys in the blue line, the young players, guys like you know Spence, uh, Clark, who, who will probably make his way through next year, Sean Dersey. These guys are a lot more skilled as opposed to the bigger, heavier guys that they had back in the day when they had Matt Greens, Willie Mitchells, Robin Regeers, those type of guys. So the game has changed a lot. Uh, I don't think you can really say, uh, you know, one coach is doing one thing or the other. You have to move with the times. And uh, if you're a coach, uh, you know, you 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 deal the hand you have from your GM. Uh, you know, it, it's it's great to to work together, and they all do. But when Todd took over this team, he had a vision for what he wanted to do, and it's taken the Kings a couple of years to get it to where he and Blake, who are on the same page, Rob Blake, the GM. Uh, are happy with the direction that it's going, and obviously it's trending in the right direction. Calgary, you know, last year uh, they were, had one of the best records in the NHL. They lose two of their best forwards, Johnny Gaudreau and uh, and uh, Matthew Kachuk. They get Huberto, who had a career last year, but he it's just been a struggle for him this year with a new team, uh, new coach, new teammates. Uh, they signed Nazem Kadri to help fill the middle, with uh, another forward gone in Johnny Gaudreau. They're, they're different players. But Gaudreau and Kachuk had 100 points last year, and they averaged three and a half goals a game. And that line with Lindholm, Gaudreau, and Kachuk led the league in plus-minus. Uh, they don't have those two players anymore, and they're not near as dangerous as they were last year. And to be honest with you, they're not nearly as potent offensively. And I look at some of the players they've been at. They're adding size. They're adding players that Daryl likes for the playoffs. Yep. But you got to get to the playoffs. Yes. Yep. And that's where I think you've got to have that mix. And you know, Daryl knows it. All the you got to have that mix of skill and size and toughness. And sometimes when two really good pieces leave, and you get two what you think are really good pieces coming in, it's not a fit right away. Yeah. It, it, it takes time, and I think when you look at what that line accomplished last year with Johnny Goodrow and you know Lynn Holm and all those type of things, you know. 
it was a career year probably for all of those guys, Kachuk and all that. They just had an outstanding year. Uh, you know, even for them to come back, even if they were all intact in Calgary this year, for them to follow up with that type of year would have been probably a little bit on the magical side as well. I think the pieces that they bring in, you look at Huberto as a heck of a hockey player. You look at the points that he put up in Florida, and look at how much time it's taken him to adjust to his new team. A different style, different teammates, playing in a different conference. You know, Kadri, we know the success that he's had. He was on a Stanley Cup champion. Had a career yep, year last year. Had a career year last year as well. So, you know, even on the other side of things, Kachuk, he's put up great personal numbers, but look at Florida. It's just been as of late go back to the beginning of January, now 20-10-4 in their last 34 games, but they struggled all there. They finally just got themselves into a playoff, second wild card spot tonight with a win, pushing, pushing Pittsburgh back, so it does take time, and uh, whether or not it, you know, it works out for the guys that come to Calgary, only time will tell, but it's been a real tough transition for them this year. Yep, They're four points out of a wild card. They're running out of games and time. Mark and Lompoc uh, next up, 877-Kings20. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show. Do we have Mark? Mark, are you there? Nope. All right, let's try Michael from Northridge. Do we have Michael on the line? Hi. How are you, Nick? Good, good. What's up? Hey, um, got a question for you, and this goes back to the 70s. At the end of the first and second period of every game, every home game, um, the organist is that is that Dieter? Uh, it wasn't in the seventies. I don't even know if Dieter was born in the seventies. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, Joe, that's, Joe. That's how about Joe Tripoli? Now. How about Joe Tripoli? There's a name for the past. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical. That song he plays when the Kings go off the ice is the same stuff they would play at the end of a Kings goal in the seventies. Yes, what yes. is the name of that tune? You know, I want to say I heard this story years ago. That it was uh, written by Jack Ken Cook, and because he had the publishing rights to it, play it after every goal. Da 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 da. Yes, yes, yes. We play we play some of the highlights from the seventies and eighties, and after a King's goal, you'll hear it. But I'm going to double check, but I'm quite sure that it was composed by Jack Ken Cook. He might have had some help, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the original that's awesome. owner. We're gonna to have to change the name of the show to name that tune. Name that tune, yes. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> hey, hey, one other thing before I take a shot at the question. Okay. Um. Uh, on the Valley's broadcast, why are they doing the glow puck thing on the power play? Why are they doing that again? You know, I, I watched you can the hear game my... last night and I saw that it was the St. Louis game. St. Okay. Louis and Winnipeg, and I, I, I'm with you. I don't need to see this. We're, I want to see. We're doing puck. it on the radio too, Mark. I'm not <laughs> sure if you're aware of that, but <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't like watching the glow puck on TV, watch watch us watch us on radio. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. We're in that's HD. <laughs> well, I hope I hope I hope it's a short experiment and it goes yeah. goes away because it it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I find the same thing. I mean, it, you know. Let's be honest. People that watch hockey games are hockey fans. They know exactly. how to watch a game. They don't exactly. need, fan, you know, that, that, that's me. Maybe because I've done 40 million games, <laughs> you know, I, I feel that way. Sure. But, you know, I think every hockey fan would say that I know the game. I watch the game. 
Why do you why do you right. throw that in there? But yeah. I know everybody wants next to be. Thing uh, you know, next thing you know, we're going to see Kempe, Kempe flying down the left wing, and there's going to be a jet pack with <laughs> fire coming out of his back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, oh, here's, here's a shot. Here's a shot at the question. Okay, uh, here's the question. Leon Dreisaitl right. leads the league with 27 power play goals. Who holds the NHL record for one season? Mario Lemieux, Tim Kerr, Dave Andrichuk, Alex Ovechkin, or Phil Esposito? Well, as much as I'd probably like to pick Mario, I think I'm going to go Tim Kerr of the Flyers. Tim Curry, up 34. It still stands with Philadelphia. He was a big guy, uh, still is. Yep. Uh, 34 goals, 34 power play goals in 85-86. Uh, Andrew Chuck had 32 one year. Mario had 31. Espo, 27. Ovechkin, his high, 25. Although Ovechkin now has uh, the most all-time, closing in on 300. Yeah, so Tim Kerr is the right answer. So uh, this is Michael, right? Yep, that okay. indeed. Yeah, stay on the line. And give Jeff okay. your int- your uh, info, and we'll get you a couple okay. of a King's ticket, okay? Oh, great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate okay. it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And keep watching that glow puck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll look at the scores, get to the highlights. 8-2, the Kings over Calgary. We'll be right back. Hey, it's your Los Angeles Kings. Join us this March to make March matter for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Make March Matter happens to make amazing things happen for children who need quality care. It's a month-long event that takes place right here in L.A., our neighborhood. Every time you shop, dine, or attend an event for a participating partner, they'll donate funds to support Children's Hospital Los Angeles. It feels good to give, and saving lives is everyone's business. For more information, all you have to do is visit MakeMarchMatter.org. That's MakeMarchMatter.org. Hey, Kings fans, own your terrain and get moving with Cooper. Now through November 14th, you'll get up to a $70 reward when you buy a set of four qualifying tires. Choose from all-season and high-performance favorites, including the Discoverer AT3 family of tires and more. You can even register your rebate online. It's quick and easy. Visit coopertire.com for forms, terms, and conditions, and to find a Cooper Tires retailer near you. Go with the Coopers. Crypto.com is the official crypto platform partner of the LA Kings and the world's fastest growing crypto app. In the app, you can easily buy and sell cryptocurrencies and different coins, collect the world's top NFTs, and get discounts when you pay with crypto. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. All information is provided for informational purposes only, and this message is not intended as a recommendation of financial or investment advice. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile and subject to significant risks and may not be suitable for you. Not available in all jurisdictions. Score! Adrian Kempe! Kings fans, you score with your own ticket schedule. With LA Kings Flex Vouchers, you get the ultimate flexibility to choose the games you want to see. Use your tickets any way you'd like across 41 games. Two for one game, four for another. The choice is yours. Pick your tickets and enjoy exclusive benefits like playoff priority pre-sale access and ticket savings. Visit lakings.com slash Flex for more information. Now back to Kings Talk. Your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Kings again tied with Vegas atop the division, 92 points apiece. The Kings have 11 games left. Vegas has 12. 
eight to two. The Kings win it here tonight. Uh, Edmonton won. They're four points behind L.A. and Vegas. Seattle was off. They are now nine points. Wow. Nine points behind the Kings in Vegas. All right. Uh, three-horse race. Down to a three-horse race. Uh, let's look at the scoreboard right now. And tonight in Pittsburgh, the Penguins lose for the fourth time in a row. They fall to Ottawa 2-1. to one. The win for the Senators was their first in six games. Shabbat his 10th. Batherson is 21st. That's the game winner for the Senators. Dylan Ferguson in that 47 saves picks up his first NHL win in his first game. For Pittsburgh, Raquel alone goal is 25th. With the loss, the Penguins fall out of the second wild card in the East Conference as the Florida Panthers, the next game on our schedule, they go into Detroit and beat the Red Wings 5-2. to two. So they now hold down the second wild card in the East Conference. Kachuk, a goal and two assists. He's got 33 in the season. Barkoff had an assist. He now has points in seven straight. And again, with the win, they're one point ahead of Pittsburgh for the second wild card in the East for Detroit. Suter is 13th. Dylan Larkin is team-leading 26th. Final score, Panthers 5, Red Wings 2. Colorado continue to heat it up. They win for the sixth time in a row at home. They defeat Chicago 5 to nothing. Rantanen, a goal, his team leading 47th. McKinnon picked up an assist. He's got points in nine. Rantanen's got points in eight. Georgiev in net, 27 saves, is fifth shutout of the season. With the win, the Avalanche now second in the Central Division, one point behind Dallas for top spot. And wrapping up today and tonight's schedule, the Edmonton Oilers win their fourth in a row at home in overtime. They defeat San Jose 5-4. to four. The Sharks now winless in their last seven games. The defensemen getting the job done for both teams. Eric Carlson with a pair of goals. He's got 22. That leads all defensemen. For Edmonton, Ekholm had a pair. He's got eight on the season. And then in overtime, with 15 seconds left in the extra period, Darnell Nurse is eighth to the season. That lifts the Oilers over the Sharks 5-4. to four. And that gives you a look at tonight's schedule around the NHL. And here, a big win for the Kings. Uh, They had four goals in the first period, but a big save by Copley kept it scoreless seven minutes into the game. For more, more strip lookout, two on one. Backlund in the zone with Huberto. Backlund, a shot, save is made. Copley. And the puck deflects over the glass and out of play. Big stop right there. And then under a minute after that, the Kings started scoring. Off the draw, quick shot by Grunstrom just wide. Grunstrom goals in each of his last two games. McEwen a centering pass. Grunstrom scores! Well, to start the shift, Grunstrom had a look. He missed the net from the right circle. But McEwen got a loose puck behind the Flames net. Feeds Grunstrom, who scores for the third straight game. Carl Grundstrom with a goal at 8.15 opening period starts the scoring here tonight. And uh, McEwen, his first point is a king, and Kupari assisting on that first goal. Then uh, three minutes later, the Kings hit again. Kempe bumped by Lindholm. Puck to Tanev, who got hit hard by Byfield. Puck out to the blue line to Doughty. Doughty, right circle, shoots and scores! Great shift by the Kopitar line, and they get the puck to Doughty at the right wing boards. He moved down to the circle and beat Markstrom. Looked like low left corner. Drew Doughty with the goal. 
2-0 L.A. And uh, like Grunstrom, Dowdy hot. Three goals in four games now, six on the year. Byfield and Kopitar with the assist. Less than a minute after that, the Kings would score again. Edler, a quick up, steered in deep by Lazat. 2-0 L.A. 7.52 left opening period. Zadorov pressured behind his net, turned it over. Centered. Score! Gabe Velarde! Yeah, Gabe Velarde set up by Ayafalo as Zadorov stumbled behind his net. Velarde's 23rd, 12-13. First period made it 3-0. Then, later on in the period, the Kings were on the first power play, their first power play tonight. Kings win the draw on the power play. Doughty to Kempe, Kempe. At the goal line to Kopitar, to Kempe, right wing boards, into the corner, sends it across ice, Arvidsson scores! From right circle to left circle, Kempe to Arvidsson, power play goal, and Victor Arvidsson is a 20 goal scorer for the fifth time in his career. Arvidsson and the Kings up. Four to nothing. Yeah, number 20 for Victor. Kempe and Kopitar with the assist. And the Kings up 4 nothing after one. Tyler Toffoli, a power play goal early in the second, made it a 4-1 game. But at 8-17, the Adrian Kempe show began. He passed a break. Kempe shoots. Scores! Quick transition by the Kings. And the quick up to Kempe at the Calgary line gives him a quick breakaway. He put it in off. Markstrom looked like went off his right arm and in. Adrian Kempe gets the fifth Kings goal tonight. 5-1 to one L.A. And his 33rd of the season. Edler and Walker with the assist. That goal at 8-17. Four minutes later, it was the Kings leading goal scorer striking once again. Kempe reverses for Dowdy. Headman's to center to Byfield. And ahead to Kempe. In on right wing. A shot. He scores! Second goal of the period for Adrian Kempe, who's had good look after good look here in the second. Quick release from the right circle. Adrian Kempe. 6-1 to one, L.A. 34 goals now for Kempe, who led the team last year with 35. Byfield and Doughty with the assist. Kings up 6-1 after 2. In the third period, Hannafin made it 6-2 at 9-0-1. Kings were up 6-1 after 2. Hannafin made it 6-2 at 9-0-1 of the third. His sixth from Coleman and Huberdo. But then the Kings, uh, with some different faces out there on a power play, got their second power play goal. Four on three. Mikey Anderson in the middle. Right side to Arvidsson. Arvidsson moves into the slot. Left it for Deneau. Feeds it across. Shot. Score! Mikey Anderson. Set up at the right circle. A four on three. Power play goal. And the Kings up seven to two. Fifth goal of the season for Mikey Anderson. His first career power play goal. Deneau and Arvidsson assisting. And then uh, the guy that started the scoring finished it off tonight at 15:51. Peltier to the Kings line in the slot. Back-checked by Kapari. Kapari the other way with Grunstrom. Two on one. In the zone. Kapari to Grunstrom. Shoots. And he scores. Put it in under the crossbar. The red-hot Carl Grunstrom. Second goal tonight. Fourth in his last three games. 
8-2 L.A. Yeah, Carl Grundstrom uh, feeling it along with his centerman, Rasmus Kapari. So a big win for the Kings who now have points in 10 straight, 8-0-2. The club record is 11, so they can match that here against the Winnipeg Jets in their next game on Saturday afternoon. All right, we understand Mark is back from Lompoc. 877-KINGS-20. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show. Hi, Daryl. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. So I wanted to uh, ask you about uh, Victor Arvidsson, who uh, looks really good right now. Uh, that one-timer was uh, an excellent goal, and um, he he seems like a secret weapon to me uh, offensively. I wanted to get your take on uh, how he's playing and uh what you see going forward to the rest of the season. Well, I think he's a real solid hockey player. And, you know, the goals you've seen, you've seen the one-timer tonight, the one that he scored the other night on a cross-ice feed. Those are very high-skilled plays to be able to make, and it's something that he works on daily at practice, that one-timer, the timing of it, the positioning, making sure you know exactly where you are on the ice, and to be able to placement of the puck where you have to put the puck, trying to beat the goaltender back over to the short side. He's, he's a great part of the Kings' offense, the depth that he allows the Kings to play with. And you look at that line. They were put together last year with Trevor Moore, Deneau, and he, and they had great success in the second half of the season. Over a goal a game, they averaged. Uh, they were a big part of the Kings, This, uh, you know, this, the uh, play in the playoffs against the Oilers, allowing them to be able to match up. And now the Kings have added Fiala, the other young players, guys like Byfield, the emergence of Gabe Velarde. Uh, you know, he's just he's just a big part of the Kings offense, and uh, he's a very versatile type of guy. He can play both the left and right side. He can, you know, handle the puck. He allows you to maintain possession of the puck. And even though he's not the biggest guy, he plays with physicality in there. He gets his nose into the dirty places. So uh, I like what he's brought to the team, and uh, he's a big part of the success that the Kings have had. I have him with, uh, well, he did have three shots on goal tonight, and he had a goal. 49 shots in his last 10 games. We, we talk about it. He gets good looks night after night. Now they're starting to go in. And as we mentioned, his goal tonight was the uh, 20th of the season. Going to be interesting, Mark and Daryl, because last year in the playoffs, no Walker, no Doughty, no Arvidsson. They were all hurt. Yep. No Fiala. Fiala should be ready maybe by this weekend. But those are four veteran players that make the Kings even tougher come playoff time this time around yeah and the kings have so much depth right now like right now you know we'll see what happened you know gabe velarde went down he didn't come back after the mid part part of the third period uh, but the kings are a healthy hockey club right now uh, for, for the most part Derzy and fiala are on on the mend but the coaching staff has options uh you know you've got guys that are playing extremely well for the kings kaliev Anderson Dolan, these guys have had some real solid games as of late. They can't get their way back into the lineup. Jordan Spence, who's showing that he can play on any given night when he gets put in there. So the depth that the Kings have, it's a real uh, constructive competitiveness that they have, and you need that. Uh, I remember when the Kings were in their playoff runs, and, you know, Daryl Sutter at the time and Dean Lombardi, Ron Hextall, they talked about you need 9, 10, 11 defensemen. You need 14, 15 forwards in order to go deep, keep everybody fresh and keep everybody on their toes. Kings are going to play back-to-back next weekend, so I'm sure we're probably going to see a couple of guys step in, and, uh, you know, in game two of that to be able to get in there and, you know, give those other guys a little bit of a break. So the Kings' schedule will become a little bit more compressed uh, when the weekend starts up, but the Kings have the, have the bodies to be able to accommodate it. Mark, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for participating tonight. Uh, Kings 
with another win. They're up 8-2, to two, and here are the numbers once again. Points in 10 straight, 8-0-2. That's one shy of a franchise record done on three occasions. Points in 11 straight at home, 9-0-2. and 16-3-4 in their last 23 overall. Only three regulation losses in their last 23 games. And since the All-Star break, the best record in the NHL at 13-2-3. Copley, 5-0-1 in his last six. For the season, he's 21-4-3. Corpusalo, the new guy, has points in all four of his starts at 3-0-1. Kings outshot Calgary 39-18 tonight. Copley the win, Markstrom the loser. Power play, 2-5. of five. And... The Flames' power play was one of four. What did I say? Top play, 22 wins. Dave. 22 wins, excuse yep, me. Yep, 22. I read my notes. I didn't add one. Yeah. <laughs> 22, four and three for Phoenix Copley, who had a, a seven-game winning streak uh, earlier, uh, December into January, and now he's got uh, points in, I think he has points in his last seven decisions uh, in this streak in the 10-game point streak, he's 5-0-1, but I think he's now 5-0-2. So that's two stretches of seven games with points already, and he's only played, what, 32 games. So good for Phoenix Copley. Going to be interesting come playoff time. Very interesting. Copley's yep. never played a playoff game. Yep. Corpusalo's played, I think, only seven. Yep. It, so. it, you know, and right now, you know, Tom McClellan keeps talking about going back and forth, keeping them both yep. fresh and, and things like that. I wonder if you do that in the playoffs. I mean, it's if it's not broken, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> if you keep winning night after night, you don't have to change anything, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, it'll be a story for sure, for sure. All right, uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks to Jake Warner, Jeff Cabot. We'll talk to you. Kings are off until Saturday. Winnipeg here, 1 o'clock matinee. Our coverage at noon. Jesse Cohen takes your calls on game day for a full hour before every Kings home game. 8-2, the Kings win it. Grunstrom a pair, Kempe a pair to lead the offense. For Darrell Evans, Nick Nixon saying so long from the booth at Crypto.com Arena. We'll talk to you Saturday. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Kings Talk along the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Scores! Snuck behind a defender. Deked and tucked it in down low. Follow the Kings all season long wherever you are with the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Download the iHeart app for free. Join us next time for the excitement of L.A. Kings hockey in the National Hockey League.